0: Welcome again to Royal Grown Radio. We've got a really special episode. Today, we are here at Papa and Barkley in Eureka, California, touring the extract facility where they pull the top quality terpenes out of the finest cannabis in the world, right here in Eureka, California. I'm Michael Beck. I'm Rick Elliott. And we're joined today by Steve and Kendall. Thanks for having us. We're really excited to check out the facility. Tell us a little bit about what goes on here besides my overly abbreviated, we make hash.
1: we'll just start with you.
2: So on one side of the building, we are extracting for our relief plime. So that's gonna be our balms, tinctures, capsules, patches. We also make the extracts that go into our gummies and chocolates here. And then on your side.
1: We do the select Papa Select is the solventless line, so basically all the concentrate for live rosin, um, we also do bubble hash uh, and ice water extract, solventless.
0: Wow, so full spectrum.
1: Uh, yeah, well it depends um, on the product, but um, yeah, sometimes we do full spectrum hash, uh, sometimes it's just bubble hash, uh, sometimes we do live rosin, which um, you know, can be specific microns or full spectrum. Depending on well, wow. what skew or what product we're, we're making.
0: Yeah, so you guys at Pop and Barclays produce a huge line, right? Mm-hmm. Everything from edibles, smokables, dabables, and so this is where the genesis of all those products kind of starts. Then, correct?
1: Yeah. Cool. Definitely.
0: Exciting. I'm really excited to check it all out. I've been a big fan of all of your products for a long Same. time, so this is a personal win for me to be here and get to see it. <laughs> right really on. excited. Glad, Glad to, to have you, you guys. Yeah. All right, let's go see how the magic is done. All right.
1: Okay. <clears throat> so this is the main facility floor, right? You got the department back there. Yeah.
2: So if you guys want to walk through, we've got yeah. a lot of different things that go on. So we've got a dryer over here where we take all of the cannabis that comes from the hash area and we dry it and then uh, we reuse it to infuse for our products like our balm. Okay. Um, so there will be that over here. We've got some R&D section over here. We've got a lot of inputs, uh, cannabis over here, non-cannabis inputs. And then we've got our rosin presses back there and we've got the blender in there where they're making a balm right now. So we can go check that out.
0: Awesome. <clears throat> It is so sparkly clean <laughs> and smells so fresh in here. It's always it was overwhelming. <laughs> it's <That's laughs> the first thing that hit me. Like a bag of bricks was. This is just spotless. Yeah. Well, well done, folks. Thank
2: you. So when we start the day over here in Blend, we're always starting by infusing coconut oil, either a hard coconut oil or a liquid MCT. So come on in. Hi guys. Hi.
0: So. For those at home what is an mct then
2: so mct is basically just coconut oil that is liquid at room temperature so we have a hard coconut oil like you're used to seeing and that goes into products like our bombs our capsules hard hard products and then our mct is just liquid uh, coconut oil that is infused with cannabis and that is what he's working on over there so we make large batches of that every day the liquid mct goes into things like our tinctures and our body oil okay
0: perfect the smell is just fantastic (laughs) there's a lot going on in here here.
2: but what we start every day with is we are infusing in all of these pots cannabis and coconut oil Um, it's then brought over to this which is a wine press from italy and we basically just do a big hydraulic press on it um, with the cannabis the oil and the water And then it is pressed. It is put into a separation tank over here where we separate the oil and the water. And then right now you can see he is dumping the water down the drain. We will get to an oil layer where he will put into those pots and then we'll cook them off to get any residual water out. And then they'll be safe for uh, long-term storage.
0: That's so cool. Fascinating. I I see a lot of people extracting without using the extra water method. And this is something I learned a long time ago, but I don't see a ton of people doing it. When you're boiling with that water and the oil you're getting all of these water-soluble like waxes and toxins and you know tannins and all sorts of stuff that make it dark brown funky like that that's coming out in the water and the oils then going to separate and be like this vibrant day glow bright green and it is so much cleaner so much tastier you don't get that bogged down feeling from the products when you remove all of that extra junk sure it's cool to see you going through that yeah. step at an industrial level i've personally never seen it with like the full wine press and cone tank yeah this is fascinating yeah this is so definitely
2: large scale but it also helps because when we infuse the product um, with our pressure cookers the water helps it from burning the oil as well yeah. and burning, uh, burning the material uh, which is really important because we need this to be de as well yeah so um, that's something that he'll be making over here and then over here you can kind of see we're in the middle of cooking off some oil we do this process once every day and then we also over here are making our pain balm which is what we are most famous for I would say so right now do you have just coconut oil and inputs so this is going to be um, no, no beeswax yet so this is going to be just our infused inputs as well as a large amount of melted coconut oil so They'll still add uh, vitamin E and beeswax, and our uh, signature blend of essential oils to this. And then we'll pour it into a barrel and it'll go to our other facility that you guys will see later. And that's where they'll fill it and put it into jars and get it ready to go.
0: Wow, awesome. And again, it smells so incredible.
2: If you want to smell something incredible, we have our beeswax over here. And this is our organic beeswax, it is, incredibly difficult to find beeswax that does not contain pesticides um, actually anywhere not just the state of california but you can smell that is pure and delicious beeswax
0: oh it's like eye-rollingly delicious we had
2: to search so much to find beeswax because it's so difficult, um, you know, with a lot of different products, like um, say you're infusing something like blueberries or beeswax. A lot of these products are, contain large amounts of pesticides in commercial grade. And, you know, a lot of the chapsticks that you're buying, a lot of those topical products you're allowed in the grocery stores, they are allowed to have a lot of pesticides that we're not. So we are held to a higher standard with California compliance. And Dairy. for that reason, It's so incredibly hard to find beeswax that is not sprayed with various amounts of pesticides.
0: Or getting contaminated from the bees being exposed to pesticides in their environment. It's a really huge issue. Absolutely, We've seen other uh, farms and producers go through this too where their products are failing and they're tracking back and tracking back and they're like, but where's the pesticide coming from? And it comes to the beeswax or another outside ingredient that again, these other industries, anybody else can use this for whatever they want, wherever they want, but in the cannabis industry, you're not allowed to have those contaminants. So you're just held to that standard that is two tiers above. So on one level, try the cannabis products because they are way more clean and way more pure. (laughs) It's true. true. But it's harder to do.
2: It's definitely harder to do, but it's worth it. I mean, this is really, really nice beeswax. It's organic. It is made from a small farm and um, we bought all of the beeswax we could get from them when we found it. We cleared I'll, out their stock.
0: I'll bet. And then they yeah. only produce, what, once, maybe twice a year? Yeah,
2: it takes an insane amount of honey, I think it, like several pounds of honey, just to make one pound of beeswax. So it's yeah. incredibly laborious for the bees. So we want to make sure that we're using it well, too.
0: Absolutely. Thank you, bees. <laughs>
2: Thank you, bees. I
0: love that. Kind <laughs> of <to> buzz off. <laughs>
2: But if you guys want to come back out this way, wow, we so loop back around.
0: So here we are in. Raw material storage, right?
2: Yeah, so this is where we store all of our raw material cannabis inputs. So here is our bulk cannabis material, we have THC and CBD here. And then we also, once it's done and infused and cooked off over there in the blend room, we're going to bring it over here for storage, where we'll keep it in small buckets to prevent oxidation. And uh, we've got our THC, our CBD over there and these are ready to go into balms, tinctures, capsules, patches, anything.
0: Awesome, so you've got all the flour over here all labeled by farm and type, and so now we're going to kind of take the journey of the flour into the extract room and see where it goes. Let's go. All right. Okay. Yee-haw! <laughs>
2: Thanks.
1: So over here in the hash department, pop select. Here's uh, some of our awards. This isn't all of them, but some of the awards we've won over the years. Yeah. There's a few that are over at um, one of our other, where we have our all-hands meetings. Um, They just haven't been brought back over here yet, but we're missing like three trophies from here, I believe.
0: Love to see those Emerald Cup awards. Including the, uh,
1: we just won the High Times uh, SoCal Cannabis Cup for first place. uh, What was it? Live Roslyn. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, cool. Um, Yeah, those two awards at the bottom are a different competition. This one was for the uh, Secret Session, second place, and that's a Buyer's Cup. It's a great great trophy. Really pretty. So, you guys said you wanted to see kind of where the flower comes from first. Yeah. And then journey into the washroom. Yep. Journey I'll up. Take you guys this way.
0: I always love to take the whole journey of the plant. Yeah.
1: So, this is one of our two deep freezers here where we store our fresh frozen because it's, you know, as if you know, fresh frozen is cut basically and frozen immediately. So, the plant is still alive technically, hence the term line frozen. So, the plant is kind of still alive when we're washing it once we thaw it. Here's some totes. Each one has fresh frozen in it. As you can see, wedding cake. Um, There's uh, creme brulee here. But yeah, here's a bag that's open. You can kind of see the actual weed. Sorry about that. Oh, good. Um, Yeah, wet weed. uh, Still alive, technically. Right, uh, so those lambs are still
0: resilient, tight, oh, yes. oily, full. And not. The idea is to
1: preserve preserve the terpenes and it uh, gives it that fresh, like how the plant smells when it's still in the vine. You know, yeah, that really fresh smell, uh,
0: not not cured. You know, absolutely, and that's. The magic to me is Ooh. when you open that jar and it smells like you're just smashing your it face into a fresh cola. It smells just
1: like the bud when it's alive, exactly.
0: Uh, that's the experience. Absolutely. This
1: is our pack out and pressing facility. We have all our, you know, presses here for making live rosin. Um, over here is where we kind of store all of our boxes and packaging materials, um, back stock, and where we build the boxes and stuff and do our, our pack out the final product.
0: Pack and ship. Mm-hmm.
1: And here's kind of where we do all of the gramming, um, you know, uh, production. So right now we're working on, let me get some gloves.
0: Uh, look how just beautifully sandy that
1: color is. This is a, a mix of a few different production batches. So it's several strains. Um, so we get to come up with our own name for it. Uh, which I don't believe we have yet, um, so we're just calling it production batch B because it's the second one that we've done. Out of you know, we're doing like five of those, I think, a mix, you know, mix of a few different strains. Um, but this one I believe has fatso in it. It's also got um, ashram Kush and um, yeah. I I can smell that
0: peanut butter breath in there. It's got that kind of musky, you know, earthy, legume Uh background, but it's got some sweet notes up top also. That's beautiful.
1: This is always, I just
0: felt good going down the lungs. nice
1: battery texture. This is what we call batter. It's uh, when we take the live rosin, cold cure it, um, and then whip it up into this batter texture. Beautiful. Incredible. And uh, this is where the magic happens. Like the rest hasn't been magic. Yeah. This is my buddy Matt. Yeah. Hey, Matt. Hey, Matt. You too. Thanks for having us. Here's another inventory or deep freezer. Negative 20, as you can tell, it's really cold here. It is so cold. Um, we store all of our hash that's been pressed, a hash that's ready to be pressed or grand depending on if it's six star quality or not. Uh, okay. Six star hash goes straight to the customer's bubble hash. Anything that's not
0: really up to
1: that quality, we press and turn into live rods. Smash okay. up, yep.
0: It's really nice that you're able to have that quality standard, take that very, very, very best off the top and make it available for the customers. You Absolutely. see a lot of smaller operations yeah. that don't have that flexibility to separate out to the very finest degree, that's, yeah. It's really an asset to the consumer that you're able to take the time.
1: Yeah, and it's a much smaller niche of people that, you know, really like bubble hash. So, you know, um, naturally we don't produce as much of it because sales don't really match up. Um, it's much harder to sell. Also, just getting it to the dispensary still in that fresh out of the freezer sure. bubble hash form, where it's like a white powder. Um, you leave it out for too long and it starts to grease, um, you know. so translating that over to the dispensaries and letting them know like hey it has to stay in a freezer all the way to the customer um, it's really hard to get everyone on board with that yeah so naturally you know there's a handful of dispensaries that know that understand that but we kind of have to educate these you know dispensaries about our product because they're not aware of shelf life or how fast it can grease you
0: know yeah it oxidizes so quickly if you haven't pressed it there's all that surface area all those glands are separate on their own (sighs) and it just oxidizes so so quickly starts to turn brown starts the smell will shift so so quickly it like starts to clump in the jar so yeah yeah, having an educated dealer to accommodate the educated customer that's a that's a hard Niche to really yep. be able to track who has freezers and is actually going to take that care, pass it all the way down through every store level employee exactly. yep. to receive it from you and make sure that customer is getting handed an ice cold jar. That's absolutely.
1: yeah, it's tough, you know, but um, mm-hmm. yeah, but still travel well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like it. specifically the bubble hash, it's uh, it's got to stay in the freezer all the way, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Once it's more than five minutes out of the freezer, then it's uh, you know it starts to grease up. Yeah, so this is where the magic happens. This is where all the elbow grease, hard work comes in. Uh, these guys right now are washing a string called Honey Bananas, uh, one of my personal favorites. It is absolutely amazing, smells as you would imagine, like honeys, honey and bananas. Um, and they're in the middle of a row right now. So if you guys wanna come over here, this is the fresh frozen material that basically would, what, we're what you guys on. On the second wash, so, um, you know, they spend about eight minutes rolling it by hand, Um, and then, you know, the trichomes separate in the ice water and sink to the bottom, we pump it out through here into the pneumatic pump through this set of bags which are different microns going from 220 all the way down to 25 which is food grade. Yeah. Uh, the creme de la creme is the 90 and the 120 micron. Uh, those, those are those fatter glands. That's where you get the beautiful blonde hash, you know, really nice blonde hash. Um, customers like that the most. Um, yeah. yeah and then we pump the excess water out through here and down the drain. Okay. Um, yeah. And that's pretty much, you know, this machine does a lot of the uh, work for us. The only real heavy lifting we have to do is these trash cans and then the rowing. But I personally believe that rowing by hand is a really important factor, the human element. Uh, machines won't get you the same quality that rowing by hand does. No, you see
0: people and with drills and paint mixers and all these things and that's great. You're trying to turn it fast, but the care that this yeah. takes and being so gentle on yeah. the flour. You're not beating as much
1: chlorophyll into the water. In turn, you know, the hash comes out much higher quality. Well, and, and it seems to me like it, it will do a better job of breaking the head off the stalk. Right? Not, not beating the entire. Plan, exactly. Yeah, right. Because yeah, you want to separate the head from the stocks, uh Less stocks, the better. Naturally, you're going to get some in your later washes. Right. Of There's course. There's about it, but uh, that's why we kind of separate only first and second wash for
0: really premium quality product. You know. It's nice to see you guys take that extra step and that care. Kudos uh-huh. uh-huh. to these folks doing that hard work, because that may look easy, but I'll
1: uh, tell yeah. you, that's not easy. You know, six times in one day, eight minutes each row. Definitely. Uh, you know, it's. It's tiring after a while, for sure, but, you know, we've... (laughs) And also, I wanted to show you guys, uh, in the freeze-dryers, the first wash that they finished. This is that first 120 I was talking about. The really premium, high-quality hash here. This is um, that's gorgeous. Almost well, this. This is six-star hash. I, I, you know, would consider it six-star hash. And the 90, even more beautiful. A little wow. bit longer, a little smaller heads, but cleaner looking. You know, it's very glassy. Yeah. And these, this is the forty micron, which is still really nice. Looks like they uh, just pulled it; it's still
0: wet. I love that semi-fluid state. Yeah. It's so cool.
1: Yeah. And yeah, that's pretty much the, uh, the entire. Oh, we have a you know storage freezer back here more hash and this is where we keep you know a lot of our finished product or uh, ready to gram rosin Sick. It's kind of our rosin freezer our hash is in there oh,
0: I love the booty Acres oh
1: yeah one of our favorite farm partners definitely my personal favorite along with Emerald Queen
0: they kind of are the top two it's handling you know? oh yeah it's funny i saw the emq and i was like that's got to be hannah and riley that's yeah, yeah. so awesome yeah they
1: those two farms really set the bar high standard wise you know with, uh, what uh, what i think uh farms in hubble county legally should be. you know yep
0: yeah looney's on our list for later this season nice. so get up right and on. see jeremy yeah
1: cool cool well, yeah that's about it yeah, yeah, and if this kind of shows you a picture of how much ice we use in one day, uh, we go through about three quarters of this in one day, in one wash. Wow, that's a mega commercial machine. Yeah, it's designed for like a hotel. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, this that's is a, a lot of This is when we were producing a little, you know, a little more hash. Um, we would sometimes go through this and some of
0: this, but um, we Whew. kind of dialed it back a little bit right keep that steady stream into the marketplace instead of a big flood yeah yeah makes sense yeah and that's that's pop select man what an amazing facility well thank you all so much this has been really incredible and enlightening it's so nice to see a facility local so dedicated to the craft from top to bottom the care you guys are showing from receiving the product to getting it to the customer. It's unparalleled, it's really impressive. We're really excited to see the next kind of journey of some of these products as they make it into the edibles, into the products that are gonna actually land in customers' hands. So thank you for taking the time, we really appreciate it.
1: Absolutely, yeah, thanks for coming out, you guys. It was a pleasure. Yeah, highly educational, yeah, Thank you so much. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Yeah, pleasure. Absolutely. Once again, from Royal Grown Radio, I'm Michael. I'm Rick Elliott. And we're here at Pop-Up Barclay Check out their goods next time you see them. Thank you so much.
2: Hi, I'm Kendall.
0: Hi, and I'm Steve.
2: You can check out Papa and Barkley on Instagram. We have Instagrams for Papa and Barkley, Papa Select, and Papa's Kitchen.